Hey, Teresa, what do we need to do before Part B? Part A! It's Schmanners! I was working so hard to mug to the audience as I pulled out your chair, I almost forgot to push it back in. Yeah. That could have been disastrous. I was ready for it to scoop my own chair in. <sighs> Hello, Internet and New Orleans. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to and watching Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Tell me you. about how you've been. I've been um, walking we never around talk anymore. Canal Street. Yeah. Did enjoy. We, we visited the aquarium today. We did. <laughs> Continuing our tour of the nation's <laughs> great aquariums. <laughs> Every city seems to have one. They've all got fish. That's, that's what BB It's likes. like the perfect place to take a two-year-old because there's so many things to point at. <laughs> and there is nothing a two-year-old loves more than going, oh, 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 what? And you're like, yeah, I know. I know. Fish. We've also eaten a lot of great food. Mm-hmm. That's the strongest crowd response I've gotten for one of the things a human being needs to live. <laughs> we also breathed a lot of great air. Hey, um, and enjoyed your open container laws. Yeah. <laughs> and so as we were talking about topics to discuss here in the Big Easy, does it, no, we don't, that's not. I'll here in it. New Orleans. I'll take it from here. Okay. Um, I More like the Big Sleazy, <laughs> am I right? Okay, I'm done. I understand you guys have this party here called Mardi Gras. And it seems like y'all know how to party. So we thought we would talk about some other really great parties because who knows parties better than y'all. So we're gonna, we're gonna cover uh, the 10 most lavish parties in history. Um, and this is inspired by a Mental Floss article that I really enjoyed. And before we start, I want to ask you, what's the most lavish party you've ever thrown? I'll answer. So, <laughs> no, you can go ahead. No, please. I need to know now. One time in college, Brent and I made, I don't know, probably like 240-some jello shots. <laughs> and had a jello shot party. And all the jello shots were gone in the first 20 minutes. And like, we filled the refrigerator and we're like, what a night that, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. But then like 15 minutes later, everyone was like fall asleep drunk. <laughs> so I don't know if that counts as lavish or just like the highest like bell curve, like party ever. But I enjoyed it because I got to go to bed at like 9 p.m. 
I did also, I don't know if this counts as lavish, but one time I threw a housewarming party um, when I had to work the next morning at Best Buy at 5 a.m. And so everyone got there at 7, and at 8.30 I walked out of my bedroom in pajamas and said, get out. <laughs> and everybody kind of looked at me like I was joking. I was like, I have to wake up in six hours. Like, get out of my house. And they're like, why did you invite us over? And I was like, I don't know, but leave. <laughs> I, I don't think I've thrown a party like that before. No. It takes a certain level of lavishness to kick people out after an hour and a half. But at my college, we always threw um, like a fundraiser party called the gala, um, where we would dress real fancy and, um, you know, schmooze with people who would give us money. Oh, nice. It included a lot of, of performances, most of them um, pop musical based. Um, it, and a concert? You mean a concert? No. No. Like there were several performance venues and all of the classrooms were turned into performance areas. And so, you know, in one room we might do Mamma Mia. In the next room they would do I don't know. Rent? Rent. I don't know. That's but, you just know, another musical I know. Like excerpts, like pop expert excerpts. Okay. Hey, do you want to talk about the things? Okay, sure. Yeah, okay. So anyways, that's our wild party history. <laughs> oh, come on. Just stop wiggling. I can't. I have to pee. No, I went before. I'm a good performer. Um, I do want to say that this topic was uh, not only inspired by New Orleans, but also inspired by a Mental Floss article, um, you know, complete transparency in, <laughs> in researching. Uh, so um, the first party I would like to mention was a crazy soiree held in November 28th of 1966 uh, by... Fine year. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I was there, weren't you? Yes, I was. I was only 23, but I remember <laughs> it well. Held by Capote. I mean, it's got to be dude. crazy. Wait, Truman Capote? Yeah. Okay, not Steve Capote. No. Okay. You guys don't know Steve? Oh, that guy, you party. Um, it was held in the Plaza Hotel in New York City, and everyone was required to wear a mask. Ooh, you, you guys know about that, masquerade balls, right? Um, but then, here's the thing, uh, the guest list was so impressive that it was published in the New York Times. So even though everyone was masked, y'all know who was there. So it was literally just public, can you believe all these people were at one place? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Check out this guest list. I can't Ooh. wait till I'm big enough that people are surprised I was somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's a certain level of fame that I aspire to. Like, Travis left his house? Whoa! Whoa. Um, and uh, the cool thing about this guest list is it also included some of the citizens of Garden City, Kansas, where uh, Capote did all his research for In Cold Blood. Ah. So not only, you know, Fancy people, but regular people got to, to make go the to. fancy people look fancier. Yeah, probably. Because if they're all fancy, is anyone fancy? I've been watching a lot of Fancy Nancy with my two-year-olds, and I think that I think Fancy Nancy is about classism.
checking another children's uh, program off the list. Can't watch that one Can't anymore. Can't watch that one anymore. They literally, I just saw a whole episode, it was called, uh, I believe, Viva La Revolution. And I was like, whoa! Fancy Nancy is about power to the people. It really is. Down with the proletariat, my dog. She has a dog, it's not, her dog's name is Frenchie, it's not important. Um, going back a little further, in June of 1923, uh, there was a celebration to commemorate uh, Stravinsky's composition, Le Noche, at uh, the Ballet Spanish Russe. for the nacho. No. It's not Spanish or the nacho, is it? No. It's probably Italian for the night, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna go. Um, so, uh, Igor Stravinsky, um, you've probably heard some of his compositions in elevators. It goes like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. You know, you, no, you know the one. The Firebird. You've heard it. I'm sure you've heard it. Anyway. I mean, I've been watching a little Einstein's too, so y'all probably heard it. Probably. That's a good children's program. Yes. We like it so far. Yes. Well, wait till I can read something into it. Um, and... This was an all-night party on a barge along the Seine. Ooh. Ooh, so cool. And it was so awesome because it, they hosted ballerinas on the bow of the ship, just like dancing and pirouetting and, and stuff. And they only lost two. No, well, <laughs> I don't have any reports of them losing anyone. Stop spreading lies. Okay. If you are a fan of our show and you listened to the recent episode, well, somewhat recent, about uh, Amy Vanderbilt, you'll know, you'll know that at the beginning, we thought we were talking about different Vanderbilts. Correct. Uh, the famous ones, the really rich ones. Um, and one of their things that they did is they threw a party, uh, basically a housewarming um, for Alva Vanderbilt's new house, right? But the thing is, the reason that they built the house and had the party that was... That they Vanderbilt the house, go on. <laughs> All right, you can clap for that. That was good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job. Thank you. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that they had the party for the house that they built in New York was because they weren't famous in New York yet. Uh, so they... We didn't was, have Twitter yet. Yeah. So nobody knew how to find out about anything. <laughs> so uh, in order to enter into high society in New York, that's what they did. They built a house and had a party and invited everyone. Well, except for the two people who um, had determined that year's The 400, which was the list of 400 people in fashionable New York society. Guess who wasn't on it? The Vanderbilts. Or me. I mean, no, because you weren't alive. But it was That's in no excuse. 1883, <laughs> so. I think my fanciness ripples backwards through time. Everyone knows who I am. And I go places sometimes. Like time travel through 1883. Yes, yes, I might. You don't know. Yeah, I do. I might have already have, will have done it. So the way that they rectified this is um, the Vanderbilts basically invited everyone except for those two people. So wait, did they get bumped off their own list? Yeah. <gasps> wow, that's the coldest. I can't curse. 
That's the coldest stuff I've ever heard. So, and then uh, the daughter of Mrs. Astor was so mortified that she had not been invited to this party of the century that the Vanderbilts were throwing that through the grapevine, they, they asked Mrs. Vanderbilt, well, why didn't you invite them? And the answer was basically, well, they've never come to call on me, so they can't come to my party. There's a lesson there. I don't know what it is. The next day, guess who left their calling card at the Vanderbilt house? Me? The Astors. Okay. So they were promptly invited after leaving their calling card. Hey, can we bring back calling cards? Can we bring that back? That's just such a cool thing. It's like, you know when someone leaves some kind of specific thing at the scene of a crime they've committed? Except the crime was, I didn't wait. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We would have to leave our houses in order to do that, Ooh, though. Ooh, can I tweet my calling card? You work it on that. It would be a gift of Kermit the Frog going, ah! Moving on to the oh, actual... Oh, Travis was here, I see. To the actual party, there are, very, uh, there are some famous artifacts that are left over from this party, one of which being um, Alice Vanderbilt's electric light dress that you can visit at Wait, the Museum what? of the City of New York. So what it is, is uh, in the typical uh, fashion of the time, it's a very uh, straight front bodice dress with a large um, bustle that is covered in electric light bulbs that actually lit up. And this is 1883. So wait, was there a cord for the dress that had to be plugged in? You would think, right? They did I'm not exactly sure. Unless she was dragging a car battery behind her. I don't know how it works. I've just seen it, and it's gorgeous. Hey, Alice, come in here. Uh, I can't. You all come in here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it worked. It's a mystery. Edison knows, because he designed it. Ooh. Not Thomas Edison. Steve Edison. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back around, honey. Thank you. Um, and another thing that is very famous about this party was a certain hat that... Uh, Electric light hat. No. And a certain orchestra. That... Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Electric light orchestra. It's a band. That Children. your parents might know about. Yeah. <laughs> but your parents are going to love it. <laughs> uh, it's a certain I've thought hat. about for a long time having a time travel thing where the person goes forward in the future and plays like Ariana now, Ariana Grande song, and all the kids are like, this sucks. And then like, yeah, but it, your parents are gonna love it. And then they get booed off stage. <laughs> Anyways, don't steal that, please. This hat though, um, it was a taxidermied hat cat that she wore on her head. And she even had seven cat tails sewn into the dress. Now that would be fun if she also had like a little stick that came down that could make it go like and pop up. And then she could go, shh, shh please don't scare it. No. No. You don't, okay. That would almost be worth it. No. No. A little bit. 
As far as I know, this hat does not survive, but there are lots of... No, it was a dead cat. (laughs) Yeah. There are lots of pictures of it. Go look it up. It's real gross. Hi there, everybody. It's it's Travis. And Teresa. And and you're listening to this, and this was... Oh, listen, here's the thing. It's about to get weird and time-travelly, because we recorded this, like, the live show, like, a month ago, and we're recording this on the 6th to air the week that we're on the cruise. So, like, we're all over the place. We're super timey-wimey this up. Indeed, but you're listening to this. This is our live show, as I said, from Birmingham. Thank you to everybody who came out to that, um, and thank you for listening. We're currently on a boat uh, enjoying the Joe Cokers. Well, not currently. No, not at the, now. At the time of this. When you're listening. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, yes. <laughs> and we're going to do some thank you notes for our sponsors, but first we want to let you know a couple things. One, uh, next week is going to be the Max Fun Drive. Um, and if you've never been with us during the Max Fun Drive before, it's a super exciting time. That is both your opportunity to support the shows you love on MaximumFun.org and also our opportunity to give you a bunch of bonus episodes and rewards for supporting and just basically say thank you for supporting us, all that stuff. You're gonna Make li- sure that you follow uh, at SchmannersCast on Twitter because we do a lot of Twitter activity. Twig. Twitivity? Twitivity. No, that's not it. it. We do a lot of Twitter Twitter activity during the Max Fun Drive, and it's lots of fun. Um, Also, we've got some live shows coming up. Um, We're going to be in Salt Lake City in San Jose, California, with my brother, my brother, and me in the Adventure Zone, and Schmanners will be performing at some of those. Um, We're going to be, let me see, San Jose is April 2nd and 3rd, and then Salt Lake City is April 4th. And if you go to McElroy.family and click on tours there up at the top, you'll find that. Also, um, at McElroy.family, click on merch and you can see our super cute new Schmanners tote bag. Uh, so go check that out. Um, but now it's time for a thank you note to the sponsors. We want to tell you about Squarespace. And I know what you're saying, Travis, Squarespace again? Yeah, that's right. Because a little birdie told me that maybe some of you have been thinking about making a website, but for some reason you haven't used Squarespace yet. And listen, I don't want to break our Schmannerly protocol, but I have to say, what are you doing? I know we don't usually judge, but if you're thinking about building a website and you haven't checked out Squarespace yet, come on. You can turn your cool idea into a new website. You can blog or publish content, sell products and services of all kinds, all kinds of stuff on there. If you want to make a website dedicated to your dog and call it like, I don't know, buttercupisaverygoodgirl.com, you can do that on Squarespace. They have beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers. They have a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. So you can make a website that ends in .pizza. Yeah, you heard me right. Dot pizza, and they have analytics that help you grow in real time and 24-7 award-winning customer support. So make it stand out. Stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace. Check out squarespace.com slash schmanners for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code schmanners to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Schmanners is also sponsored in part by Quip. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Here's the thing, y'all. Um, 
It's hard to know exactly how long you're really supposed to brush your teeth and when to switch and how to, like, I got to tell you, without that timer on the Quip toothbrush, I am way missing the mark as far as two minutes goes. Um, But it's really great to know that Quip's sensitive sonic vibrations have that two-minute timer with 30-second pulses. Um... And the brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars. So like there's there's always one on the way and you don't have to worry about, oh, have I changed my toothbrush lately? I know that sometimes I feel like when I get sick, I forget to change my toothbrush. But this is like one of the things that keeps you sick. If you keep using that sick toothbrush you're going to you're going to keep giving it to yourself. So, change those brush heads and Quip will help you do it. Um Quip is backed by over 20,000 dental professionals and Quip starts at just $25 so that when you go to getquip.com/schmanners, you can get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. One more time for your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash schmanners. We also have a Jumbotron this week. Uh, It's for Danny, and it's from Elise. Hi, Danny. It's me, Travis McElroy. If you're hearing this in March, happy birthday. And if you're hearing this after April 14th, Elise is so lucky and happy to be your wife. You're going to be amazing when you start your MPH program in the fall. You're going to have a great day today, and I love you very much. I I mean, Elise loves you very much. It's very nice. I always love the love. Okay, and now enjoy the rest of our live episode. Another another famous party took place in 1972 called the Surrealist Ball. And I mentioned this next. And it next. never happened. <laughs> I mention this next because it has something to do with cats. Um, So there was a long winding path made with a ribbon throughout uh, the the hedge in front of the the house where they had it. And um, there were butlers lining the path dressed as cats. And these cats- But why? Well, It was very difficult to find your way through with the ribbon, so these cats would pretend to be sleeping and then wake up to lead lost guests to the entrance. Okay. That's surreal. Yeah, no, while that's interesting, I don't see how that helps make it easier to find your way through. Oh, are you you having a hard time? Okay, go wake up that cat person, obviously. I shouldn't have to tell you that. You've been lost in a hedge before. I mean, it's the surrealist ball. That'd be pretty. It kind of sounds like a furry party. <laughs> Which I would go to. I mean, the fact that they didn't have the cat butlers, the catlers, play with, <laughs> play with the ribbon, frustrates me. Like I might invent time travel just to go back and like, let them play with the ribbon. Now I have to go save Kennedy! (laughs) Which Kennedy? That's up to you. (laughs) Yeah. That's the most cutting response you can give to any joke I ever... Yeah. 
Okay, so moving on. Here's a party you may have heard of. Um, Malcolm Forbes' 70th birthday ball. Uh, Forbes, like the magazine? Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, a fan of the magazine, yeah. <laughs> Malcolm? So um, he gave himself a 70th birthday party in Tangier, um, where he owned a palace, uh, and he flew 800 guests in on Boeing 747s and Concorde and... Um, a pterodactyl. Maybe. But it included, um, you know, half a dozen U.S. governors, rich and famous from the United States and France, scores of CEOs, people like Henry Kissinger and Barbara Walters and Robert Maxwell, and Elizabeth Taylor, who was his, quote, date for the evening. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't have a joke for that. I'm just jealous. Um... It was a multiple day event, and so everyone. Like my birthday parties. Yeah. Probably not the same. Probably not the same. Um, You had a weekend pass that you had to show and get signed in with because there were so many events. Um, And there, I guess it was so good that he died three months later. (gasps) I don't know if good is the word I, maybe like, I can't top it, or just like, I can't top it. Yeah. I mean, he must have gotten all his wiggles out. He's ready to go. (laughs) Take that long nap. Yeah. That's what I think of death. Um, Hey, um, where are you going to go after you die? Oh, how many people this is your first time listening to Schmanners? We talk a lot about afterlife planning. No, we don't. Please. No, we don't. Please. We've locked the doors. I can't make that joke again. Okay. Here's a more recent lavish party. Um, My birthday. No. One day, honey, fine. I will throw you an enormous birthday party. Thank you Get very off much. my butt. Thank you. I would like Catlers there. Yes, you would. And this But party... this time, cats dressed like butlers. Oh! What a twist! Twist! And don't wake them up! They're cute! Sorry, sorry. You're scaring the cats. Don't sorry. yell so loud. <laughs> that would be a great if you came in and there's just cats everywhere and you're like, shh, just stand here. <laughs> it's their party. This party reminds me of, is there, are there any Parks and Rec fans out there? This is like the real life end of the world party. Because in 2006, Google's holiday party in San Francisco, 10,000 people were invited. Two um, came. It took, it took Google five days to set it up and like decorate and stuff because there was an entire room devoted to wigs. So just like a wig room, I'm thinking shrimp wall. (laughs) So like a wig room, you could try on your wigs and take pictures. Uh, There was day glow basketball that you could play during the party. Uh, There was a disco room. There were flamenco dancers and a roaming mariachi band. I'm pretty sure that that's redundant because I've never seen a mariachi band stay in one place. (laughs) They start to vibrate. True, 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 true. 
All right, I have um, one last party for you. This is another holiday party. It was thrown in 2000 uh, in London by the Bloombergs. This is where we get the gag that you may have seen on television and movies of the sushi served on naked models. Oh, the yeah. weirdest way to eat. The weirdest way to eat raw fish. I would say the weirdest way to eat anything. Well, if somebody said, have a sandwich off this person. But at least it's cooked, like you touching it and stuff. I don't see what that has to do with anything. If you say, hey, here's the most cooked thing. Also, there's a person underneath it. Surprise. <laughs> I'm not saying it's, if, listen, if you're into eating something off someone else, that's yours. That's fine. If I showed up to my friend Ted's party and he was like, I ran out of plates, so... <laughs> I forgot to run the dishwasher, so I just called around to see who was free. Yeah. Uh, this party cost Ted. over a million dollars to throw. They had based it on the seven deadly sins, so the event had- Cool party. Why, yeah. why not just say, we hate poor people? I think they did, quite often, to each other. Probably. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. As, as they ate <laughs> every meal off of someone. Yeah. And just said, like, oh, by the way, uh, plate, I hate you. Um, there were 10 bars, one of which only served truffles and sweets for gluttony, right? Um, as well as. That's not what you eat when you're a glutton. Truffles? It should just be Oreos. Just <laughs> giant piles of Oreos dipped in things. Fried Oreos? Whatever. Did Oreos and cheese, f it, you're, oh, I'm cursed. <gasps> 15 years of schmanners and that's my first wordy dirt. <laughs> we just edit out all yeah, those. Yeah, listen, when you listen to this back, you'll know. <laughs> what did he say? Um, there were neck massage stations, manicure booths, a sushi bar. Wait, what sin is manicure? Vanity? Vanity? No, wrong. Um, Maybe sloth, because the whole time I'm thinking, I could do this. <laughs> uh, cabaret, a casino, drag queens, and live bands. Um, Wait, what sin is live band? <laughs> Except like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. It suddenly got really loud, but I don't think that's I a sin. Is it? I think they just provided the backdrop for the scene. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. They were just there like, we're not part of this. Anyways, here's the devil went down to Georgia or whatever. <laughs> I didn't write the set list, folks. They paid me a lot of money. The one that I would like to highlight, though, is the Lust Room, which included a 25-foot-wide bed Covered in purple satin. There's some Wolf of Wall Street stuff going down on there. That's gross. Yeah. Listen, if you want to do that in your own home, that's fine. What I'm saying is <laughs> if I showed up to a party and they said, we're going to put our coats in here, and if you want to grab some drinks, they're over in the fridge. And also, here's the 25-foot bed. Wink, wink. I'm like, I'm leaving. But I actually am tired, so I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> oh, that's the most luxurious nap, to middle, uh, sleep in the middle of a 25-foot bed. 
Think of all the flopping you could do in there. Oh. They That's were counting the on some flopping. <laughs> That's true. I don't want to do the show anymore. <laughs> we might have to edit that one out too. Yeah, that's... I might just put a long beep and then a big reaction. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us maybe forever. <laughs> so at the last I mean, party our, that our I married. threw you for your birthday, uh -huh. you don't want a 25 foot bed covered in no, satin? No, I would like just my bed to okay. sleep in. Okay. I think that's a, like a lavish... You know the song Splish Splash I was taking a bath, right? Mm -hmm. You know how like that person's in the bath and then they wake up and there's just a party in their house? I would like that, but I'm napping and there's no party. <laughs> because I have a child now and I just wanna sleep uninterrupted for two hours. Oh, how lavish that would be. <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for us. That's uh, gonna be the end of this episode. Thank you all for coming out for our live show. Now, after us, we've got some newcomers coming out to the stage. That uh, Sawbones is one of them, and then uh, a couple, a various number of brothers. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but we want to say thank you to MaximumFun.org for hosting Schwainers as well as most of our podcasts. Um, we want to say uh, thank you to the Orpheum um, and. Thank you to Paul Saborin, who uh, is helping with the tour. Uh, thank you to New Orleans for being great. Uh, who else do we normally thank? We always thank Brent Bruntelfloss Black for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. We also thank Kayla M. Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art. You can follow us at Schmanners Cast on Twitter. And we also thank Keely Weiss Photography for our cover banner for the fan-run Facebook group called Schmanners Fanners, which you should join. Um, and that's going to do it for us, so join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. You get it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Welcome back and thank you, Dan, for that scathing report. As you know, Max Fun Drive is coming up March 18th to March 29th, which has some folks pretty excited. But as families around the world get ready to celebrate this season of giving, community, and quality podcasts, some are wondering if it's just too much. Are they, though? They are. Some people are all for comedy and culture, but with 45 shows offering hundreds of hours of bonus content, plus all the Max Fun meetups taking place around the world, some people think 
It's too much. While other people think it sounds totally awesome. I took my granddaughter to the mall to get her picture taken, and the mall pod fairy was short. And I, you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry, but everyone knows the pod fairy is tall. Well, I think we should just leave it there. <laughs> Until next time, here's the news you need to know. Max Fun Drive runs from March 18th through 29th. Be sure to listen to all of your favorite podcasts. I know I will. Hi, I'm Paula Poundstone. And I'm Adam Felber. Adam, I haven't gotten one thing done today. Well, let me see your to-do list. Ah, yeah, well, here. Make 30-second promo for Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, so at least you're getting that done. Score! Except you haven't said what the show's about. We're like a comedy field guide to life, starring me and you. I give useful advice, and we have real experts to talk about things like how to keep a friend or what to do when you encounter a bear. Bully for you, but you haven't said where people can find the show. Oh, MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts.